0: Welcome to Technovation, I'm your host, Peter High. My guest today is Ramon Richards. Ramon is the Chief Information Officer of Fannie Mae, a mortgage financing company that earns roughly $47.5 billion in annual revenue. He's responsible for Fannie Mae's technology assets, cybersecurity, enterprise data assets, as well as for implementing digital solutions that enable the rest of the company and deliver value for Fannie Mae's customers. Ramon and his team accelerate the enterprise's technology transformation initiatives, enable comprehensive technology engagement with business partners and define the next horizon of technology priorities for the company. He's been with the organization for uh, 23 years And I'm looking forward to covering all that's described therein and more in this discussion. Roman, it's uh, great to speak with you today. Thank you so much for making time for me. Peter, thanks for having me this afternoon. It's a pleasure. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Cisco, and the company's Senior Vice President and General Manager of Global Customer Experience, Thamaya Subaya. As customer expectations evolve, Thamaya wanted to take a moment to share how companies can stay ahead of these shifting expectations and make informed decisions on the future of work. Thamaya, over to you. Hello everyone, this is Thimai Subhaya, SVP and GM of global customer experience for Cisco. Businesses have had to make a dramatic shift to
1: align to the rise in customer expectations, especially in this new hybrid work landscape. Work is a product of people, technology, and places, and our perception of the future of work is constantly being reshaped. Cisco CX helps you make those informed decisions as customer experience continues to evolve. And hybrid work helps you support that evolution. It's here, and it's here to stay. Just
0: search for Cisco CX to learn more. And now on to our broadcast. Well, Ramon, I, I think Fannie Mae is a, is a brand most who are listening would be very familiar with. But maybe you take a quick moment, if you wouldn't mind, and just give us a, a thumbnail sketch uh, as to the business, one that you've gotten to know so well in over two, two decades with it.
1: Absolutely. So I'll start with the mission of the company. So our mission is to facilitate sustainable access to home ownership and affordable rental housing across America. That That is the core of what we do. Uh, we provide liquidity in the secondary market, uh, partner closely um, with lenders. We work with servicers, we work with investors, uh, but really cool. What we do is provide liquidity, you know, for the lenders to provide loans to borrowers and we're also active in supporting uh, the multifamily space uh, that benefits renders
0: a good, good overview. Thank you, and and talk a bit about your purview as chief information officer. I mentioned a few of the things that are under uh, your your set of responsibilities. Any other context you'd like to provide as to uh, what what the CIO role entails within the context of Fannie Mae?
1: So my my responsibilities, um, it, it, there's a number of different functions I'm responsible for. So first, all of our technology assets. I'm also responsible for our cybersecurity function, enterprise data, as well as our technology infrastructure. I am a member of our management committee that really highlights the importance of data, technology, cybersecurity to, to the company. And I'm the executive sponsor leading our digital transformation as well.
0: I'd love to dive into a few details there. Uh, let's talk about the digital transformation, the company's own that you lead as you just mentioned a moment ago. Uh, talk a bit about that journey, if you will, uh, in an organization, the scale of yours, uh, the complexity of yours. I imagine there are a lot of uh, moving pieces in in fully transforming an organization like that or getting it on the, the pathway to do so. Can you talk a bit about uh, some of the progress made and and some of the levers that have been uh, pulled in, at your disposal uh, to 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 mark progress along the way, please?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, our digital transformation, it was a journey we started a few years ago and and part of the driver, we wanted to become more efficient as a company. We wanted to make sure we had the capabilities that, that we needed to um, position us for for the future. And so we launched our digital transformation effort. We focused on reducing our legacy infrastructure Uh, A big part of our digital transformation has been migrating to the cloud. So we could take advantage of the resiliency and the native services that come with uh, leveraging the cloud. Uh, We've also focused on talent. So investing in the training and the skills that we need uh, for the future. We've uh, spent a lot of time focused on automation. So how do we drive more efficiency in our software delivery? Uh, You know, you think about our continuous integration and continuous deployment pipelines, uh, fully automating those pipelines, which allows us to improve the quality and the speed that we're able to deliver software. Uh, And then another important aspect of our digital transformation has been about maturing and enhancing our agile practices. Uh, Initially, when we started our agile journey, which was many years ago, there was a lot of focus on product development and our development teams. Uh, We're now looking to expand agile uh, across the enterprise for it to be really the way that we work as an organization, allowing us to adjust and change. So that's the scope of what we're tackling. We, We think this work is really important as we position the company for the future.
0: That's a great uh, great overview of the the transformation. You mentioned automation among uh, the areas that's uh, happening to a greater degree as part of that. I was fascinated to to read a recent uh, press release regarding automated underwriting um, and under an automated underwriting system that that uh, you've helped put in place. Uh, to incorporate consistent rent payment history and credit evaluations. And and it was one of those ideas that hadn't really even occurred to me. Uh, It's it's one of those great ideas, frankly, that makes so much sense once you hear it. And yet, you know, having at least a while back, uh, having been a renter, not certainly something that I was thinking about at the time. Talk a bit about that, if you would, and provide a bit of context for what sounds like a remarkably uh, creative use of, of, uh, uh, you know, an, an innovative source of of opportunity for the organization and for its customers.
1: Absolutely, Peter. And, and you know, this is um, a, a capability that we're really proud of. And and it, you know, required us to be uh, innovative. And it really, really talks to the core of our focus of increasing access to housing. And so this capability is around taking uh, advantage of payment rental history. Based on, you know, your, your rental uh, history, we're able to now factor that as an input into our underwriting process, which allows us to qualify more borrowers for mortgage loans. And so part of this, and I wanna just connect this with the digital transformation work that we're doing, has taken advantage of some of our cloud capabilities, has taken advantage of some of our machine learning capabilities as well, as a part of being able to uh, unlock these new opportunities of leveraging uh, the payment rental history. So we're really excited about uh, what this capability has brought.
0: What a great example of uh, a creative use of, of technology uh, in order to, as you say, help uh, advance the mission of the organization. A great, great, a great tie in there. Data has already come up uh, a couple of times, as you've described uh, what you and the team are responsible for. And needless to say, this is a, a growing field uh a maturing one as well for many organizations, a relatively recent area of priority, but one of great emphasis now as it's believed by so many to be such a tremendous source of, of insight as well as value. Talk a bit about your own data journey, if you would, as an organization um, and how you think about maturing the practices associated with it.
1: Yeah, so Peter, we um, just based on the business that we're in, we, we house a lot of data. And so we've been very focused on positioning the company to take full advantage of the data and gain insights from that data insights to come from our data, help us with business decisions, help us identify business opportunities that really kind of go back to, to an important part of our mission, which is helping borrowers and helping renters and, and creating op- more opportunities for housing. So uh, we are focused on structuring our data in a way that we can maximize uh, the insights that we gain, uh, we're very focused on introducing new analytics tools that take advantage of our investment in the cloud, and then based on these insights, being able to translate those insights into at times business products, business capabilities, business features. And you know, if we tie back to the payment rental history, part of that started with us mining and understanding our data around rental rental histories, and where there was really a potential opportunity for us to uh, create more opportunities for uh, for borrowers.
0: Interesting. Uh, Ramon, I wanted to also ask you about uh, the team that you lead. Uh, this is a time where, and, and so much of what you've described in the course of your transformation, um, you know, there's an important people, culture element uh, to breathing life into the innovations that you've described, the change that you're ushering in. Talk a bit about how you know you you've organized your team and and to build a team to help foster the sort of change that that you've uh, that, that you've described here in.
1: Well, you know the type of transformation work that we're doing, uh, the type of innovation that we're bringing to bear, the way that we're enabling our business partners. It doesn't happen without a really talented organization, and so from our technology leaders to our engineers and analysts on the team. You know we've been really fortunate one to be able to retain a lot of our talented individuals but also to be able to really attract forward-thinking technologists and so on my team today we have a chief technology officer a deputy cio our chief data officer and our chief information security officer those are our most senior uh technology leaders um we focus on uh, building a team of forward-leaning technologists who are um, curious, who are focused on continuous learning, who are taking advantage of you know, the many trainings that we're offering to build really the skills of the future. And it really is our talented individuals really coming together that allows us to unlock these opportunities and allows us to really deliver uh, the type of value that we're trying to deliver for the business—that
0: makes an awful lot of sense, Ramon. And as you talk about the skills for the future, it it underscores the extent to which uh, you know one can't it, with, with the the change that you're describing. One one can't rest on their laurels uh, with the, with the accolades or skills or or degrees of the past. One needs to continue to strive. Uh, for new skills that represent where business is going. Uh, can you talk a bit about the, the ways in which um, you and leadership provide opportunities for, for folks to continue to build those skills? No doubt some of it is on the job and, and the actual work done, uh, greater levels of experience and so on. Are there other, other ways in which you think about that? Is there a curriculum that's been built or something along those lines? So
1: I'll start with, there are a lot of exciting on the job opportunities to build skills, just based on the kind of work that we're doing. Um, But we do have a curriculum that we've established to build uh, the skill sets to be a full-stack engineer. Uh, We have a curriculum in place to build advanced cloud engineering skills as well. And we also invest in leadership and management skills because you really need both in order to have a high-performing team. One of the things that we've learned over the last uh, few years is it's really important to embrace internal talent mobility. Uh, And that wasn't necessarily an area that we focused on as much in the past. And so we have focused on making it easy for our employees to find opportunities within. In in the kind of talent market that we're in today, it's really important to retain, retain your individuals. And so we are very focused on finding new opportunities for individuals when they're ready for uh, kind of the next chapter in their career. It's a much better answer for the company than those individuals deciding to leave. Um, And then we've also uh, expanded where we recruit talent from. Our primary offices are based in the D.C., Virginia area, as well as Plano, Texas. But for some of the important technology skills that are important to the work that we're doing, you know, we have started to look beyond those geographic areas uh, to bring the right talent to bear.
0: Good of you to be thinking so proactively on on all fronts. Roman, I know that you've, as you've covered a lot of the foundational elements to your digital transformation, um, I know some of those even predate your time as chief information officer, but were elements of what you and the broader team were putting in place before the pandemic, for instance. Uh, two and a half years ago, obviously, there was this cataclysmic event that was forced upon all of us. And those organizations that were further along in their transformation had an ability to do, uh, you know, more creative things with greater resilience than others. And I, I wonder, as an organization that was at a, a centerpiece in terms of some of the response related to uh, the pandemic, can you reflect on some of the ways in which, uh, you know, the, the work done by by technology facilitated the the way in which the company more generally responded to the pandemic?
1: You know, the pandemic was a shock, and it and it was something that immediately impacted renters, and homeowners. By April of 2020, unemployment had soared to 14.7%. That previous month of March of 2020, uh, we had put a freeze on foreclosures and evictions in order to provide some support and some help. We also were in a position where we needed to provide some enhanced capabilities for the market. And so we had a payment deferral capability that we needed to deliver again, would help homeowners. Fortunately, we had made some some good progress on some of the digital uh, capabilities that we were building. And we were able to take advantage of those capabilities and deliver this payment deferral function for the company faster than we had delivered that type of function in the past. And so it really became clear to us that the investment we were making in our digital core uh, was really important for the way we wanted to operate as a company uh, moving forward. So it, it was an early example of the potential. And I think it was also helped in kind of uh, motivating and inspiring a lot of our folks to really move forward and, and set the company up for future success um, with delivering uh, products that would benefit
0: homeowners and renters. I would love to talk to you a bit about trends that excite you, Ramon, as you look to the future. Uh, what are some that are beginning to make their way onto your roadmap?
1: So the work we're doing right now is, is so foundationally important when I think about our digital core. Part of the outcomes on the journey that we're on is that you know we have the right cloud foundation in place. We're able to take advantage of cloud native services. When it comes to software delivery, we have automated pipelines that really position us to have high-quality software that allows us to be able to deliver with speed, so faster turnaround in terms of how we enable our business. We look at digital capabilities and the type of architecture that we've put in place. Again, allows us to be more flexible, more module solutions. So I wanted to start there because it's really the next horizon that I really get energized about. So... I'm expecting that we're gonna be focused on a lot more on responsible artificial intelligence and how we can apply uh, AI to unlock more value. We talked a lot about data. Uh, We know there are more answers there uh, that these technologies can help us find. Um, I think we'll expand our use of machine learning. You know, the, the rental payment history is one really important innovation for us, but we know that there are more opportunities I think the concept of the citizen developer. So being in a position where we have the right automation in place, we have the right low code or no code uh, solutions in place that allow us to empower our operational and internal business users in a different way so that there are more self-service capabilities that they have, that they are able to react and move faster. So these are some of the things that, I'm energized about, and I think the building blocks that we've put in place position us well to explore uh, kind of those, those, it really expanding the use of those technologies as we move forward.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I lo- love the the sort of building a foundation, a strong foundation, and then using that, leveraging it in a variety of creative ways to, 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 to create the innovations of the future. Thank you for for providing some of that context.
1: Let me just add one more point. It's a really important point. One of the other learnings is you can do a lot of really cool digital forward-leaning things, but if you don't solve for your legacy, it's always a crutch. And so as a part of this journey, and, and I I um, you know, it, it's really important that I highlight this, we have really been focused on eliminating our legacy infrastructure, eliminating legacy processes, or re-engineering and automating these processes and also retiring legacy assets. The more of that we can do, the more we can shrink our legacy as close to zero as possible. Really allows us to operate very differently in the future, and, and that's and that is the world we're building towards.
0: Oh, that's really compelling. Thank, thank you for for mentioning that, Ramon. I was going to ask you also, I, I mentioned at the outset, uh, you've been with the organization for, for 23 years. And in this day and age, that's unusual to, to be with uh, uh, the same company for a prolonged period of time like this. Talk about the advantages uh, of, you know, many people have sort of a comparable job across many companies. You've had many different jobs in the same company for more than two decades now. T- talk a bit about the advantages of the long tenure uh, in terms of your ability to, to impact a business as as large and complex and meaningful uh, as this one.
1: So my my journey at Fannie Mae has been incredible. I have had the opportunity to uh, take on many challenging initiatives and important initiatives to the company. When I started, I, I didn't set out to say I will be at this company for 20 years plus. But on my journey, uh, the work has remained interesting and challenging and has really just kept me fully, fully engaged. Another important part of it, being in the world of technology, you're always learning. And the learning was encouraged. And we took our learnings and we started to apply it to our solutions. So that also added a lot of excitement when it came to the job for me. So when I think about the things that are, um, I say, advantageous for someone as, as tenured as I am, is uh, I'm deeply connected with our mission and, and highly motivated with the things that we're, we are doing and and how we are trying to uh, improve access to housing. I understand the culture, and I also um, am able to identify kind of where there are opportunities for us to uh, continue to evolve as a company. I think there's an ability to um, connect the dots differently when you really understand how all aspects of, of the company works, from business to operations to technology. Uh, which has allowed me to influence differently than maybe someone who hasn't spent enough as much time kind of understanding the inner workings of the company. So I am still very energized. I mean, this uh, it's funny to say kind of 23 years. When I look at the challenges that are in front of us, when I look at the work we're doing now, um, in so many ways, it just feels new and it feels fresh and it feels exciting. And I just think, you know, the company's very focused on creating the next better version of ourselves.
0: A related question, Ramon, I wonder, you know, as you contemplate your rise through the organization, what have been some of the secrets to your success? And especially if, uh, you know, if you were counseling somebody who was a couple decades earlier in their career right now, who might wish to walk in your footsteps, what sorts of things have been the difference makers for you on your pathway up?
1: So, So there's a few things that have been really important mentorship has been key. I've had an opportunity to work with some absolutely terrific individuals, and even the ones I didn't work with throughout my career, I've established some really important relationships and have had different mentors on the journey, but who have been the mentor I needed at that time. So mentorship was important. Um, Being a continuous learner and being willing to listen, being willing to really ask questions, whatever questions that are on your mind. I, I learned, and this took several years, not to hesitate. If, if there's something you don't understand, you're probably not the only one. And, and asking that question is probably going to help multiple people. And then I think the other part for me has been um, really, really going after the next thing, raising your hand, taking on additional assignments, willing to put yourself out there and take some risks in the spirit of growth. And I think if you come with the right work ethic, you're not hesitant to ask questions, you're a continuous learner, and you surround yourself with people who uh, are willing to invest in your development, good things happen. And I've had those experiences throughout my uh, my, my career at Fannie Mae.
0: I, I can hear uh, from your answers across multiple parts of our conversation, the way in which you've taken the things that have worked well for you and the, all that you've learned from others and the way in which you're paying it forward to those who are, in fact, uh, following behind you. Uh, it's an inspiring story. And Ramon Richards, thank you so much for joining me today on Technovation, sharing a bit of uh, your experience, uh, what you and the team have, have accomplished uh, in, in, in uh, the, the recent past, but also what you're projecting forward for the future as well. It's been a really interesting conversation. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Peter. I enjoyed talking to you today.